Numbers. A perversion of numbers. Raid sat in his office aboard the Argonaut. He was reviewing the bookkeeping via his implant, going over the entries backs the Argonaut's AI had made over the past month. One of his rules was, always triple-check anything where money was involved. Always. It was very easy for a station's maintenance worker to purposely overbill, or for an AI tasked with bookkeeping to siphon a small amount off the top each month for itself, for that matter. Even though Bax was the vessel's AI, Raid wouldn't put it past the sentient machine to do such a thing. In fact, Raid had heard about the AI cores aboard a few merchant ships that had made quite a business for themselves by secretly bleeding away profits from the owners, making enough so that when they were sent to be decommissioned for spare parts, the AIs were able to buy their deeds of title back from the dump. The last time Raid had checked the ship registry, he had noticed at least 20 vessels registered to the AI cores that ran them, with human crew complements of zero. Each entry in the books was linked to the corresponding digital receipt or invoice. When he confirmed that everything was correct, he ran a quick analysis on the current year's dataset. He perceived a noticeable uptick in expenses after each mission, marking the times he had brought the Marauder-class vessel back to dry dock for repairs. Very little of those repairs had anything to do with damage taken during the mission, but rather were due to upkeep and maintenance costs. That was one of the problems with purchasing an older ship for so cheap up front. He had to pay higher maintenance costs on the back end. Given the extent of those costs, it was a good thing he had the backing of a wealthy client like Surus to pay for them. Then again, all of those costs were tax-deductible combined with the amortization expenses applied to the Argonaut herself and the interest expenses on the loan, he very rarely had to pay anything to the taxman. The banks were a different story altogether, of course. If he ever wanted to ruin his day, all he had to do was glance at the huge monthly debt service. A perversion of numbers indeed. A notification appeared in the lower right of his display. He was receiving an incoming call from Fret, his communications man. Raid dismissed the books and accepted the call. A holographic image of Fred appeared before him. He was seated at his station on the bridge next door. His posture reflected that. His arms floated in the air before him as if resting on an invisible table. While he might seem rather ordinary while sitting, when he stood, Fred was taller even than Raid. Unlike the other male members of the crew, however, there was no hint of any musculature underneath the fatigues he wore while on duty as he was the leanest man aboard. Fred, Raid said. Boss, I'm receiving an incoming call request from Talan, Fred said. That was a nearby station the Argonaut was passing by while en route to a meeting Surus had arranged with another green operating in the area. Voice only. We're close enough to enable a real-time link. Source? A man named Muto Batindo, Fred said. He claims to be a representative of the Kenyan government. According to the station records, he's an employee of the Kenyan consulate aboard Talan. What the hell does he want? Raid said, mostly to himself. All right, tap him in. Fret winked out, and a moment later, a voice came on the line. Hello? Hi, Raid said. This is Muto Batindo of the Kenyan consulate in Talan. The voice continued. Am I speaking with Mr. Red Galal 
of unlimited universe security consulting. The speaker had a distinctly Kenyan accent. You are, Raid said cautiously. I was browsing your intergalnet presence, Patindo said. Your credentials are very impressive. What can I do for you, Mr. Batindo? Raid said. I hear you can offer assistance to people who find themselves in a bind, Batindo said. Depends on what you mean by a bind, Raid said. But I'll help you out so you don't incriminate yourself on an insecure channel. We're not mercenaries, despite whatever impression you may have had while browsing our intergalnet presence. We don't accept just any mission. Assassinations, kidnappings, gun running, those sorts of things, they're not for us. If you're looking to have us perform anything of questionable legality, I suggest you disconnect now while you're ahead. Thank you for the warning, Mr. Raid Galal, Patindo said. Very welcome. Raid waited for the guy to disconnect. The man didn't. So... Now that you've passed my initial client screening, Raid said, I'm still waiting for you to tell me what it is my team can do for you. My government has lost contact with one of its outposts, Patindo said. We have also not heard from two tax collection ships that were sent to the planet. You're the closest for hire vessel with reasonable armaments in the area. I would like you to transport me to this outpost so I can check on its status. Name of the outpost, Raid said, and system? The outpost is called Kitale, Patindo said. It is located in the Niki system. Raid checked the map. That's on the outskirts of known space, the Pioneer outpost. Correct, Patindo said. Raid considered the job. The current system didn't get many traders. It could be weeks before Batindo was able to secure another ride. Yet Raid didn't want to completely take advantage of the man, since it was obvious Batindo was worried something bad had befallen the outpost. Raid didn't blame him. Pioneer colonies had high failure rates. Natural disasters, political strife, alien invasions. These and more were par for the course when living on the outskirts of human territory.